What is happening, everyone? Your thumb wasn't high enough. <laughs> uh, was it like this? Yeah, it wasn't like he gives me the thumbs up when I'm supposed to go. And um, I didn't see his thumb. So I didn't do it. And, uh, and then but... I banged my knuckle. So nice. Solid. That's where we're, that's where we're at. Great. This is press play again. If you can't tell, I feel like I'm going to do my Italiano. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's press play again. It's me, Bailey, with my boy, Matthew, Austin, um, and missing one of my other boys, Omar Zaki. Poor boy couldn't come. He forgot his AirPods. <laughs> he couldn't watch it at the gym. We like yeah. to let Papa get his time in. So we're like, hey, whenever you can't do it, we'll cover your little ass. And guess what? We're covering his little ass. And props to ass. him. He He's texting us like, I forgot my AirPods. I guess I could watch it with subtitles. I'm like, we're just like do All not right, do you that. Psycho. <laughs> no, <laughs> Don't do that. That's not more. how we're doing this. Um, we're here for our Loki Wednesdays. I don't have a better name for it yet, but we're halfway through the show, so I doubt I'm going to come up with a better one. <laughs> it's not looking um, good. <laughs> But we're here to discuss episode three, Loki, Lamentus. I think that's how you say it. And I am ready to talk about this shit. But before we get into that, I might as well give you the whole spiel. Um, You can listen to us on Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and most importantly, Apple Podcasts. Leave us five stars. Leave us a review. That would be great. Um, You can also follow us on social media at, again, press on Twitter and at press play again on Instagram. Um, we post fun shit, sometimes funny clips, you know, little, little, I don't know. There's a, ditties, there's a, there's a really funny <laughs> one of you surfacing right now about, uh, Benjamin Button. Yeah. Yeah. I like to reference any movies that have to do with Brad Pitt. So <laughs> that's just, just a thing I do. Um, and we're going to be always posting our bad batch episodes on Monday mornings. And this, our Loki episodes will always be posted Wednesday night. We also just had, um, we posted our hype episode slash ranking of the Fast franchise, Fast and Furious franchise for you noobs out there. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Call them noobs. Get them. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what that fucking means. <laughs> and then we're going to be posting our review of the actual F9 at some point when Omar gets back from vacation this weekend. So that's going to be a hoot. A hoot nanny. Should go um, up Monday morning, but stay tuned because you never know. Yeah, if not, you never know. Um, so you just never keep know an with eye us. out for it. Exactly. Other than that, you know, I didn't start a timer. I have to put a timer on myself because I could just <laughs> Otherwise, talk for I'll like talk three for hours. Two hours. So I have to like keep myself timed. It's so pathetic. I respect I that. Um. Anyway, so we're here. We're talking about Lamentis. I'm. I think we're all still in awe with this uh, show. This series has been phenomenal so far. We're already halfway through, which is so depressing. Because uh, out of all the shows we've seen so far, and I've I've really enjoyed all of them, this is the one that I'm like, I feel like I could just have endless adventures with Owen Wilson and Loki. I just and now, no, spoilers: you don't get Owen Wilson in this episode, so you literally all. have zero. You have you just see him like spastically running towards Loki again, and I'm like, great. So we get the sad Loki. part of That's Owen. It. And then he's gone. And that's fine. It just means we have one less episode with him in it. And that's kind of upsetting to me. It is. It's funny, though, um, because I guess a lot happens in this episode. I I didn't really think too hard about how that Owen Wilson's not in it until you just said that. Yeah, I know. I immediately thought about it. The show ended and I was like, well, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was a waste. um, But anyway, before we talk about the like 
episode as a whole. Young Matthew, how did you feel yes. about it? Oh, um, oh my God. <laughs> uh yeah i i i can't believe how good this show still is the the third episode um it's i think it's just as good as the last two episodes i think it's there's definitely i miss the buddy copness of owen wilson and uh tom hiddleston i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie i it almost distracted me for the first half of the episode um what is the actress's name that plays uh sylvia sylvie sophia Sophia. So Sophia Di Martino. Okay, she like halfway through the episode I'm only thinking about like how man this isn't quite as fun as uh Owen Wilson uh, is with him. Um but then I realized I'm not giving her enough credit because she really is good and it's kind of like and she's just, not the same character. Right, but it's like we're so used to that and it's it was so good. Like I just love Owen Wilson so much in this show that I was almost just being a little not fair. So the truth is I think she's phenomenal in this episode. Um and we'll talk about a lot of that too, but yeah, it's undeniable that it's uh it's missing that uh aspect of it in this one. Um but I think it's totally made up for in this wild planet that they're on that we're going to get into everything that happens there. I just loved everything visually with that place. Um the kind of self-contained story that's going on there and the abrupt way this episode ends. I'm all for it. It was just like last week. Um so I had a lot of fun with this episode. I I think it's just as strong. Like so far this show has wowed me with three incredibly strong episodes. When this episode was wrapping up, Bailey, I was thinking in my head on like I'm not exaggerating anymore. This is some of my absolute favorite uh, MCU content, at, like period. Not just recent, but I'm like, this is this feels like the craziest it's been, and I, I I love it. So yeah, this this week was another big win for me. How about you? Yeah, no, I respect the hell out of that because I agree. I think this show is just weird enough to where it hits that like I don't want to even say convoluted, but like it the is convolution that like bit. we as us two enjoy i'm not saying you people out there y'all might not it's fine but i just love convolution i think it's great (laughs) i I want it to be as complicated and weird and like puzzly as possible so i've enjoyed that so much with this show um this episode definitely was my least favorite of the three so far but I've really I still really enjoyed it and I still really like Sylvie I think you're right the charm has is left a little bit but I think it's because since this show is six episodes they have to form these relationships like beyond quicker than you would normally have to so we have to somehow believe that this person who is murdering all these people and like doing all of these terrible things and he was hunting down and like so like ready to just either kill them or like take them captive something within five seconds they're like best friends or not even best friends but have that like rom-com like teasing each other but really trying to help each other and figure things out kind of thing and i think that was what kind of threw me off because i'm just you're supposed to just like completely ignore everything else and just be okay with the movie magic that's happening necessarily. Like, you well, know what I mean? Yeah, kind of. But they also, they're at each other's throats the majority of this episode. They are, but it's so like, like I'm saying, it's so rom-com. Like yeah. I'm going to tease each other kind of thing. And it was like that in the beginning, but I, I guess in my mind it just, it faded very quickly, but it's because it has to fade within an episode. Yeah. They have, to, they have to do a lot in an episode. Left. Yeah. So I think that's what hurts it. In a sense, and I love shorter shows. I think miniseries are great. I just like a 10 episode miniseries is perfect. 
So like, or even an eight. So like, yeah. So six, yeah, oh, six is pushing it, but there's just a <laughs> lot to get done in it. So my Siri was talking to me on my watch. <laughs> really? So what? Did, she, what does she, she want? She just keeps doing it. I don't know. She's, <laughs> She's being not a bitch stopping. Right now. Siri, stop. Um, so it's one of those things where like, if I push all that aside, though, I still really enjoyed this movie. I still thought everything on this planet and being in space and the sci-fi feel you got of it. I'm like, oh, give me so much more of that. I want that nonstop at this point with MCU. So I love that. How and I cool love, is it? I still love Loki and Sylvie's whole like back and forth, too. Also, like, so they're on another planet and it's also the year 2077 in 2077. the MCU. Isn't that, isn't that just crazy, though? Like, it's so cool seeing like the future, even if it's not on Earth. Seeing something so far in the future in the kind of and MCU the way, timeline. So I love it. We can just start talking about it, but the way they explain it all too. So we get them and the the beginning of the episode starts with them kind of ending the last episode. Like you see the whole like oh almost and being like Loki and he's like, Don't do it, Loki, no. <laughs> so you get all that and then they end up back at the TVA and she literally like somehow found out where the timekeepers were because she found out from um what's her name? Hunter C20. She finds out from her where the timekeepers are. Um and she's looking for like the gold elevators, gets all the way to the gold elevators, and then her and Loki she's have this right awesome there. ass fight, which is so cool. And then he just like makes them go to this planet, Lamentis, which is the name of the freaking episode, which is awesome. But awesome. They go to this planet that's literally in the middle of like their doomsday, and a planet. Uh, they go to a moon, and the planet's about to crash. The into planet the moon. is going to crash and- into the moon. How awesome is that? That is oh, some like sci-fi shit that doesn't even have to be MCU. That could be just its own little like bizarre out there story. I I loved that so much. Well, it was like the fact that we kept seeing natural disasters like hurricanes, um, volcanoes, stuff like that. And then it jumps to the year 2077 where there is literally like people living on a moon and a planet's about to crash into it. And it is like it's hyper stylized too. you know what it reminded me of, which it makes sense. But the planet has the feel of a um, Guardians of the Galaxy planet. And that's so yeah. cool because that is the same universe and that's some of the only kind of like Cosmo space stuff that we've seen um, in yeah. the MCU. So it makes like sense really this would neon. feel that much. Yeah, neon pink. And like I love that whole vibe to it. Well, the whole like aspect too of like them seeing this village trying to escape and they're doing the whole like the rich people are getting to leave first and yeah. it gave me like super Hunger Game vibes. I kind of got and that too, especially when they're on like, a, the train in a little Games. bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's and I think that everyone's like point. dressed to like, the nines and yeah, yeah, and it was like really weirdly styled. I don't know. I loved it. I thought it was like goofy and cool and I, I really dug that. And then you get all the dialogue that happens with them on the train and that's when you fi- start finding like puzzle pieces start coming together and you're kind of understanding like why Sylvie's doing what they're doing and I don't think you find out everything, but they're giving us just enough answers to keep us hooked to it. So well, one of the biggest things when before they even get on the train, I think it's before they get on the train, right? Is when they're walking up to that and no, never mind. I'm jumping ahead. When we find out the mm-hmm. about the um like oh, Owen the Wilson. timekeepers? Yes. So we'll, Yeah, no, we can even I don't even care. Let's talk about it. Because that blue I love that. I love that idea. The, that they're variants. That, yeah, that like everybody that works for the TVA is a variant, which is and they re- don't know they're variants. They don't the know. The timekeepers have convinced them 
that they were just made from they were created for that job owen wilson literally during that conversation that we praised last week about his kind of like look on life and just the chaos of existence he thinks that he was created by these people for this purpose and he 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 wasn't if we believe uh sylvie but that's the thing it plays on that. Like, yeah. it is playing even more so on that conversation to where it's proving that he believes what he wants to believe, even if it's not true. That's true. So, and that's literally what he was saying. He was like, I don't care if it's not true. This is what I believe it is. That's true. That's a, you're right. So that the way that conversation went last week, it seems like um, Owen Wilson's character, Mobius, right? He yeah. d- probably wouldn't even be affected that much by knowing this if he doesn't already know it. Because, yeah, he kind of just convinces himself, whatever, to that basically says, believe is, what you want to believe. You find the difference is he's being tricked somehow. Right. We're assuming they're being tricked because you get that to that scene with Hunter C20 where it's showing her with Sylvie at like some bar, like bar in Mexico. And you're just like, oh, this is weird. Very I mean, it was like they were best friends on earth and then they both kind of got like taken i don't know what i that's where my mind was going at the time and then as the conversation going on you start seeing what's happening and it kind of gets creepy where like you're realizing this isn't real and it's first of all you're seeing how sylvie's powers work which is super cool. insanely cool and really you cool. see like the whole the stronger the mind is the more like intricate you have to be with taking them over which is awesome to think about um but yeah, you kind of just mold their memories. And so then you think, okay, well, all the jet ski shit that um, Mobius. Owen Wilson, Mobius was talking about. It's like, was he just remembering something from his past life that like he just doesn't even think Could is a be. memory? And it, yeah, like, he's like, I have this attachment crazy, to though? it's 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 crazy. It, it's it's really crazy. I love that who everything's connected that way. If they're all variants. Who do you think Mobius could be a variant That's the of? next big thing. Is he a variant of a character that we know, or is he is just... Is it Doctor Strange? Oh, my God. I don't know why. That's immediately who I just went don't... to. I've never even thought about it until before this second. Don't but... do that. <laughs> don't plant that in my head. That that would be amazing. That would be absolutely amazing. Um, he has no powers, so I guess that's why in my head I'm like, there's no way. But, I mean, he didn't start out with powers. True. That's exact. So, so yeah. Um, I don't know why that's where my mind first went. I think they have very similar personalities. They do. I could so, see. I could see him being a variant of Doctor Strange for sure. Is Mobius a character from the comics? I assume I'm not he sure. Is. So this could be all ignorant of me to even could say. Be. But <laughs> I don't but the actually MCU, know. The MCU has pulled twists on comic stuff before, so well, yeah, because um, anything's mean, still fair game. But yeah, we we obviously don't even have some of the knowledge that maybe some people listening to this do. So uh, comment and tell us we're stupid. <laughs> or enlightenment, however you want to um, go about we, it. We also were talking on the last episode about Sylvie and how she wasn't a variant, but she's still very much acting like she's a variant. She's acting like a variant, but last week we didn't know. Wasn't the whole bombshell uh, like mess up on Disney's part with the credits that they said her name was Sylvie in the yeah. credits? So at least that didn't end up being some huge reveal saved for the end that they messed right. up by crediting her. Like if I assume now even more so that maybe it was done on purpose as an Easter egg hint, because if it, it was literally got revealed at the beginning of this episode. So yeah. I'm, I'm less inclined to think that was really a fuck up now. And I'm a little glad too, because that would have sucked if that was supposed to carry more weight. Um, so right now we're not yeah. supposed to think this is, well, I guess I don't know. <laughs> like, well, so, uh, he I keeps guess- calling her Loki and she says, don't call me that. So, it's interesting. I guess my thing is, so I, I think, it, I guess it could go both ways. Like 
what Omar was saying last week that it could be that she got messed with with Loki and then received these powers because of it. And so because of that, she resents him. However, either she got over it really quickly or she's just like literally messing with him and trying to gain his trust to then stab him in the back. Those are two options. The other thing I'm thinking is it could either be that or MCU, like the U- Marvel Universe we they are creating now, is using Sylvie slash Loki's variant as the same person. Like it's right. going to be both of them together, just her name's Sylvie. So it's less confusing for that's people what, watching. I think that's what I'm more inclined to believe, especially because the MCU, I think, has combined characters before. Yeah. Um, so, so that's it, what I'm thinking too, but I want to leave my two other options open for debate because I want to be right no matter what. <laughs> I want to have a 100% <laughs> chance of victory. So that's uh, my way to do that. Yeah, I, I, the show is definitely trying to make you think that she still is some... It, it, it's leading you along the lines of thinking that she's a variant that has kind of gotten so far away from just the core Loki that she doesn't want to be referred to that way anymore, but that she still originated that way. But... That leaves room for twists and turns and I know what the hell is going to happen. I also, I also really do like on back to the train scene. I like that you see Loki kind of letting loose and being goofy again. Not that he has, <gasps> he's been being goofy, but this was like on his new level where he is acting like a god at Asgard again that like can do whatever he wants kind of thing. Yeah, 100% so, is. And it. I like when he acts like that. Well, and it's it's really cool because it, it follows uh, one of the most vulnerable moments we've seen uh, from him, for sure. Like, just mm-hmm. discussing love. And then also a huge moment for the MCU in general is him coming out, like, officially as bi. Which that, I don't think we've had, like, a core character in the MCU ever um, come out that way that we know of. So no. that's 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 a monumental moment for just moment. everything. Yeah. It, for the show, for the, these movies and everything. So that's fantastic. And, and it's followed up by... Uh, like you're saying, him kind of letting loose again uh, while yeah. also being a little tipsy and drunk, which was fantastic. You love it. You I love loved it. I, I was laughing out loud a lot at that stuff. And um, and like I said, the, that kind of core moment um, where he's talking about that and also just the kind of delicacy of love and um, mm-hmm. trying to and make being uh, alone and stuff. And- yeah, I found the the metaphor he was trying to do with the dagger was really interesting to me because the way he's explaining it, it it's really kind of like an accurate like dark obviously take on love but it's like it's going somewhere and then he's kind of like yeah it doesn't make any sense right why did i do that but then it's kind of just showing his vulnerability even more because a lot of what he's saying is it sounds like somebody that is gone through a lot and lost things and lost somebody important and stuff so um i thought all that was just everything on that train was handled so uh fantastically and like i said just a monumental moment for the this whole series too all packed into that this was this episode had a lot of stuff in it like that that just really uh just elevated all this yeah i feel like they handled it in a really good way too just because they didn't make a big deal out of it like it wasn't it was more said casually but sincerely and i think that's the way you should always handle things that should feel normal yes you know what i mean like it shouldn't feel like this crazy thing is happening even though it's great that it did but like it's a normal part of life that right. people go through. Yeah. So it needs to be handled in a normal way. Exactly. It's it wasn't I'm even I'm glad it was. Well, yeah, it's it's really not shown off as like this huge twist or reveal or like where you have gasps or anything or and they don't even hang on it for very long. It very yeah, much is just no. something that comes up in the conversation, like a blinker you miss it uh kind of thing. And the only reason why it's not really missable is just because of how huge it is. But 
it's it, it props to them for handling it that well during Pride Month yeah. too. It's just as it's, it's really cool, and I'm really proud of this series for doing that. They're, they've been doing wonders for everything they've been doing lately in the MCU with all they these have. shows, and it's so ha- I'm so happy to see things progressing. <laughs> yeah, but I also am happy to see it done in like such a great way. But also this show just being as amazing as it is, like the whole train scene and everything that happened. Wait, what? What's so funny? Uh, so I didn't take. I don't really take as many notes when I'm watching this anymore. So I only have a couple things I wrote down here. Um, <laughs> somebody's entered bailey's oh look it's the birthday boy it's bailey's brother uh michael's birthday today so get to drop off the dog (laughs) please no she's gonna jump off she's gonna jump off put her on the floor at least i'm so sorry she just wants to be in frame look she's all right as long as she's there my bed (laughs) is very high up so if she falls that i don't worry lunge I've got eyes on her. She Thank looks you. very content right now. Um, <laughs> she's also blind, everyone. So if she's looking around, it's because she can't see where this noise is coming from. Oh, um, uh, poor Gracie. But anyway, um, what were you going to say? Uh, so I was looking at the couple. I've got like three notes that I wrote down, just things that I found really funny in this episode that I didn't want to forget. It's actually really funny that Mike came in and, and what was what he just said to us? He said, hi. Um, the th- one of the things that just made me laugh is and we're talking about the train scene. Gracie's getting close to to so jumping. Funny. Right just there. you could just hold her on her on your lap. She'll probably be really happy. Come, 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 come. <laughs> this is a mess. <laughs> Here, wheel yourself back. Grab her. Grab the goods. Gonna... Okay, yeah, I'll talk to the people. Hello, audience. Um, one of the things that I really uh, that I thought was really funny though is when he gets onto the train and he's got the helmet on and everything, and he's just trying to act like a um guard or whatever he's supposed to be, mm-hmm. and he's just like passengers. Hi. <laughs> Oh. Just, that that got an audible um that, an audible gasp or he's like good evening passengers hi and it's just it that got a, a really good kick out of me um i also there was something right before that with the uh when they're walking to the train and you kind of see all the meteors coming down this is just a dumb little thing that i noticed I love but, all that. so like all that is so much cgi right like it has to be cgi i kind of praised the show last week um with how good i think all of it looks because so much has has to be filmed in front of green screens like they're not Mm -hmm. on location on this freaking planet um so it'd be really easy for a lot of this stuff to just feel like background fodder i guess like just stuff they're just adding in behind them but all these meteors are coming down and there are moments in the conversation that they have when they're just walking where you see him just he glances up at the sky so quickly and then back and just kind of moves out the way slightly like they're not making a big deal of it at all but it's like he's like watching the meteors to make sure they don't like land and hit them and it's not they're not doing it for jokes they're not doing it for anything other than like it seems to establish realism with this like fantastical world that we all know is cgi and i i love stuff like that like i love that there's that much attention to detail and that that's on everybody right that's on the direction and what they know they've got there and that's also just on his acting that he's able to yeah. so nonchalantly do that and just immerse us more into this um you know fantastical world i don't know i love i, I love will that stuff. say one thing that like kind of didn't like irk me or anything i still think it was great I think just because of how seasoned Owen Wilson and um, Tom, Tom, Tommy boy. Yeah. Hiddleston. I couldn't think of his last name. I was going to say middle ditch. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who um, is that? Cause I always almost say from, that uh, Harry Potter. I think. Oh, uh, the fantastical beasts. No. Who's that? No, I don't know. I can't think of it. But anyway, I I'm him and Owen Wilson are so 
just easy flowing with their lines that it never feels like anything's rehearsed with him and Sylvie. It more seems like when they were going back and forth fighting, it's like, I feel like they've rehearsed this like a bunch of times. Yeah. And that's like, it was just so quick and like one after the another, you're just saying lines sometimes. And I was, it kind of took me out of it a little bit. It wasn't that bad. It's just one of those things where like, that's why this is probably my least favorite of the three episodes. I still loved it. It just yeah. was the one thing that I think was a little too, I don't know, missy for me. Yeah, I think it's it's one of those things where when you're seeing something that's practical, like I would put their chemistry up there. Like it's it's just yeah, top-notch. their chemistry was fine. Well, no, and I, I mean, um, our boys that we're talking about Owen Wilson oh, and, and yeah. Tom Hiddleston, but it's like we've been exposed to that for two solid episodes. So it's like everything, even really good acting, <laughs> just looks crazy what are you doing um, she's like i'm bringing this whole train down bailey you don't understand from the moment i entered this room um but yeah so i think it's just it's impossible it's like you see greatness and everything seems subpar after that uh so that's why like i said halfway through the episode i had to just do like a check and i'm like this really is still really good i just i miss i miss owen wilson how can how can you deny that you can't so I wanted to bring up to towards like the end of the episode. I don't know if there's anything you're missing, but I the scene where so they're trying to get back to the ship because they realize they can't get anywhere off of this planet without their like device that they needed that broke. And I'm like, man, they seem really like in a pickle. Like, I don't understand how this is supposed to get fixed. Um, But they are going and chasing and running after this rocket that's about to take off. And the whole sequence of them running through the city, this is going to sound like it's an insult, but it's not an insult. It reminded me and felt a lot like a video game sequence. Like when you're going through this big part that you have to get through really quickly and like you're not doing that much when you're controlling it, but you're pressing like a button here and there to make them go certain ways. Right. It felt a lot like that, but it was in a cool way. I just was like... I feel like you're following them the whole well, time. So right. it's a cool way to look at it. And so, and you know why it feels like that, right? Why? Because that whole scene was, it was that do the trick that they do in True Detective season four, where it is one continuous shot that just oh, never yeah, cuts. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. It was like one continuous shot. So that's why it felt like that. But it was also, I feel like they were very like, over here, like, right this way, come on. And yeah. you're just like, oh, this like, is. Grab my hand, come with me. <laughs> I feel like playing uncharted or something yeah (laughs) it's i love when like i feel like that must be something that directors use so much to just immerse you like completely in it where you feel you feel like stuff on every side of you basically and that it's just it's a trick that works every time and um yeah i I love that i i I felt what you're saying too almost to the point of where that was the most i've ever noticed um these actors kind of feel like they are like moving into position like what they Mm -hmm. need to do for it like i could almost see tom hiddleston look like he's kind of like running through something and he knows in his head where he needs to stop and that probably sounds ridiculous because and i could be just totally seeing things but that was just a vibe i got in a couple of the shots from that but I mean, they're actors, man. Like he, and it was he reminds so me of a theater actor. Like some of the stuff he's doing there, I was like, he could be doing this on a stage, and it would be oh, like very much, like oh my god, mind blowing. So like, if that doesn't always translate a hundred percent to the screen, who who fucking cares? I'm not um, like positive, but I almost think he did Broadway or something has, along the lines of that. Have. But yeah, because like he he very much could be a theater actor yeah. for sure. Yeah, it was just it was for more like, just like seeing a little of that bleed through and thinking that was a really cool thing. 
So it is a cool thing. And that's the thing. The whole sequence of them doing this, it was so fantastical and cool. And you have all these neon lights and meteors coming and, and still having to like beat up these guards that are for some reason trying to stop you, even though the world is about to let like, us just about get off die. this moon. That I'm just like, how if I was a guard, <laughs> I, if I was a guard, and I saw people running because they're literally about to I just die like, hey, if anyway you, think you can get on the ark just fucking get on it no you don't tell them anything you just shut the hell up and try to go too like what <laughs> i don't understand how doing their job that... till the end i just there... like i couldn't like comprehend that as a human being like yeah. <laughs> i just you run for your life you don't like what anyway um but the por- part that was so cool even when we got after all of that is when you see the rocket get destroyed and you're yeah. just like oh my gosh like that part was really cool because you just saw and, and not in, it's cool in a sad way, but it's cool nonetheless that like everyone at the exact same moment just all lost hope, which is so depressing to think about because you're literally watching these people who are about to all die and you know they're going to die no matter what. So it's just it makes it's this heart, whole, it's heart wrenching. It just makes the entire story that episode three told just like a tragic, just a tragedy, basically. Like it's just a All self-contained tragic story. Yeah, but this episode, again, we we talk about Owen Wilson's not there. We talk about how this is, whole episode is on this weird planet. Um, this episode feels the most disconnected from the other two, but I don't even really think that it is. I mean, it's still very much this is where they'd be next. But it's just yeah. you're not in the TVA headquarters anymore. You're not world building as much as you're kind of experiencing this self-contained story. And uh, with how this episode played out, it has potential to just be one of my favorite episodes of like a TV show. And I love that's, you know, me, I'm the person that like my favorite episode of The Leftovers is International Assassin. Like these, these episodes that are like a little mini movie. And Mm -hmm. um, I love how when it ends like this, because we know inevitably this isn't the end. They are somehow going to power that thing and get off here. We just don't know how. Um, But kind of when you go back to rewatch this stuff. Or someone's going to show up. Or someone's, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you in about 20 seconds who's going to show up. But I I just I love when it kind of has that abrupt ending. And if you ever wanted to go back and consume this episode by itself, it is just kind of like this sort of dark episode that ends like kind of horribly for them. And it's just it to me, that's like a really good story told that doesn't necessarily have a happy ending like right off the bat. And it just it, with all the themes going throughout it, too, it just kind of correlates with how they're talking about love and kind of like loss. So um, I really liked that. I, that's why I think I enjoyed this episode so freaking much. Um, who do you think might save them? So I have three ideas. Ooh. One, my first one, probably Mobius. I feel like that just makes sense. It does. Um, two, one of the timekeepers. I finally see these lizard people. Just like what are they? that one of them's going to pop in and be like, do they have me. tails? Like he knows now that like two Lokis know what's going on kind of thing. He's like, this is too so much. that. And then either that or another Loki variant. That's my least likely, but I want it to happen. <laughs> like, I think that would be so cool if that happened. It'd be <laughs> wild. Cause I know it won't. So yeah, you don't know that for sure. Do I you? don't, but that's one, the, the least likely one I believe will happen, but I would probably scream if it did i'd be like yes this is the beginning of the three musketeers featuring three loki <laughs> i would love it i would absolutely adore that what if <laughs> so. mobius is a variant of loki too dude that was another one i was thinking of so whenever i was telling you the variants dr strange came to mind but also loki came to mind and that would make sense why they butt heads 
It makes sense why they bought heads. And it, it would, exactly, it makes sense why he had kind of the softer spot. How for cool him. would that be if Mobius is? Also I'd love it. Brilliant. I mean, the show again. We could be idiots, and Mobi- Mobius could just be a character in the MCU. But... Yeah, it's this show is so out there and bonkers, and it's already done enough out there and bonkers shit that it's gonna have a really hard time letting me down. Like I remember I Wandavision kind of going into like it was more episodes, but kind of at the halfway like point, when you found out the secret. Remember they built the secret up so much. Remember the halfway like, point was where it was like. Oh, this feels like they gave a, they resolved too much. I really hope it gets crazier from here on out. And it did and it didn't. It had some yeah. it, it definitely had epic moments after that, but I feel like the the kind of like the jig was up at that point. Whereas Loki halfway through, it is somehow still all bets are off. It is somehow still, still- just de- we are deeper in the hole than we were in the first episode. We don't know yeah. really anything else. Like we're we're advancing the plot a hundred percent, but there's so much shit that can still happen. And I obviously want it to go crazier and crazier, but it's already done so much that if it, that if the second half of the show is kind of bringing it back to earth and making it all make sense, the MCU timeline, I'm not even going to be really that bummed out. I just think yeah. the show's already accomplished so much. It, as long as it's not bad, I'm game for whatever they want to do. I don't really have oh, yeah, and ac- I- expectations or things that I'm like, man, he better show up or or right. else. Which makes sense, but I, it's one of those things where I, I agree. I don't think anything's going to mess it up, and I think they did the perfect thing of thinking they gave, like, you think the mystery is the Loki variant. You don't know who it's going to be. You think that's going to be the big mystery, and then they reveal that immediately. So then you, as the viewer, are like, oh, my God, I don't even know what this big, like, is the TVA supposed to be it? Is the timekeeper supposed to be it? Is there something else that we don't know about? Like, you, I really don't know what exactly is supposed to be revealed at this point, which I think is the best part of it. Like it is that you don't know what the mystery is even supposed to be yet. You're just finding it out halfway through the show and there's only three episodes left. So you're just like, cool, this is great. I love it. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So, um, I think that's it for me. Are you wrapped up or you got something else? No. Yeah. That's basically it. That, that wraps up this, uh, wild, crazy episode. Let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) Oh, man. But yeah, I'm ready for the next episode. I have no idea what's going to happen. I can't even yeah. predict what will happen next, but there's no all point I know with is this I'm, show. I'm along for the ride. Yeah, and I don't even want to freaking pre- predict it. Y'all can yeah. predict it. Y'all can leave comments. Doesn't mean I'll agree. No, I'm kidding. I might. But he <laughs> was like, comment. Go ahead. Watch what I I'm going to say. I freaking dare you. <laughs> no, please, please oh, comment. but anyway don't forget to tune in for this again next week wednesday nights we'll be back baby better than ever we'll have ohms again we'll be able to he'll be able to tell us how stupid our opinions are like you guys are nuts you guys got way too carried away (laughs) dr strange are you kidding come on you know it's gonna be he's like y'all are starting that again (laughs) you know it's gonna be toby um yeah check out our fast and furious episode like bailey said f9 review should be out monday bad batch probably monday too Got a lot of exciting stuff and then coming. We'll be back for Loki. So yeah. But Wednesdays are the best. Stay right and stay tight out there. And uh this has been fun. Stay sharp. <laughs> <laughs>